0: door, kept it off, went to answer, the air got thick, life started flicking on and off, my heart got heavy and my soul grew sick, two little kids just standing, dressed like, dressed like, way back, way back when, didn't look hard started asking, silver lost. can come in? you can accept it or be stupid and be a skeptic, inconceivable, unbelievable, <laughs> unidentified flying object. Welcome to the I Want to Believe Podcast, I'm Nomar Slevic. There's just something about Black Eyed Kids stories that chill me to the bone, so why not cover them again? This is part three of the Black Eyed Kids saga. We'll start in a sec, but first, a quick reminder that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. My brand new book, Granite Skies, is now available for purchase. You can get that at the Greenhand Bookshop in Portland, Maine, or you can get a signed copy on my online store while supplies last. Everything can be found at allmylinks.com slash or just click the links in the show notes. All right, let's find out what happens when there's a knock at the door. Imagine being woken up at 2 a.m. from a knock at your front door. Now at first you might try and ignore it or maybe think it's another sound, but then you hear it again and it's persistent. It keeps knocking. So you decide to go downstairs and open your front door. And on your front porch step, you see two young girls probably around the ages of eight to 10 years old. They say, we're lost, can you please let us in? Well, most of us would say, of course. I mean, they're kids after all. Like, you gotta let in the kids, come on. So, like most nice and caring people, you let them in the house. And as they're walking in, their faces hit the light and you notice something, something looks a little bit off about them. It's it's their eyes. They're black. As always with these B.E.K. episodes, all stories were found on Reddit and I cannot vouch for their authenticity, only their creep factor. Also, they are told in first person and will be read as such. This first story is a short one, but it's spooky. Here we go. As a kid, I had these dreams of black-eyed children knocking on my front door asking to use my phone. They started off fairly polite, but as the dreams occurred more often, they got very demanding about it there were things about my dreams that always stumped me. My dad's car would be parked somewhere different than normal. Sometimes it wouldn't be there at all, or be where it shouldn't be. After a while, I started waking up actually opening the door to let them in, and wherever my dad's car was in the dream, it actually was in real life. I always fell asleep before he got home so I'd have no way of knowing if he was actually home from work or not, let alone know exactly where his car was parked. That's basically where it ended as a kid. Just really vivid dreams and always feeling uneasy in that house. Fast forward about 15 years later and I'm having those dreams again. Except they won't come near the house and just stand in my yard by my bedroom window. They ask the normal questions, can we come in, can we use your phone, and it's always the same story about their mom needing to know where they are, and it's the same kids from my childhood dreams. It always ends with them saying, soon, and then they're gone. So just tonight, I start feeling really uneasy as if someone's watching me as I'm walking to work which is odd because I live in a nice area and never get that vibe. Well, as I get a bit further down the road, I go into a full-blown panic attack for no apparent reason. Then I see this kid standing under the overpass down the road from my house. As I get closer, he loudly asks if he can use my phone so I hop on my skateboard and just take off. I hear him again loudly say, We aren't lying. He then vanishes out of nowhere. Immediately, my uneasy feeling goes away and my panic attack stops. Do these spirits or whatever the hell they are sometimes latch onto people? It's been so long since I last experienced any of this. I thought it was over, but apparently not. Okay, this next story is a long one, but it's worth it. I'm on my balcony smoking, and across the complex, on a neighbor's balcony, I see two silhouettes. It's late, around 2 AM, and it's a weeknight. One was slightly taller than the other, but they look to be females around the ages of 8 to 12. The two stood close to one another and I could hear them knocking on the second story balcony door. My light was off so aside from my cigarette burning, I don't think anyone could see me well enough to know I was there, but once I saw them, I was frozen still. I don't know why, but as soon as I could make out their shapes, I felt an overwhelming sense of terror, like something imminent and dangerous was preying on me and I couldn't move. After some time, ten minutes or so of paralyzing fear and listening to their knocks, the light in the condo came on and someone opened their blinds. I was afraid for them. I wanted to yell to the neighbor to stop, but I was more afraid they'd see me and I can't explain it, but I knew I didn't want them to know I was watching. The neighbor stepped back, confused and apprehensive. I could understand why. I heard the voice of the older, taller one, and it was completely accentless and seemed to be void of any life or cheer. I knew it wasn't the voice of a child or a person. It wasn't human. Something in this voice was wrong. I couldn't hear exactly what she was saying, but at one point the smaller one turned around and stared straight at me like she knew I was there the whole time. Still paralyzed with fear, I couldn't move. I saw pale skin and huge black eyes. It was dark. It was far, but I know what I saw. The neighbor had the door open only an inch or two and her hand looked ready to slam it shut. The taller girl became angry. The neighbor slammed the door and locked it hard. I could hear the fear of that woman with the intensity in which she locked that door. She stepped back from the door leaving the blinds drawn and I lost sight of her. The two girls looked at each other, said nothing, and in unison looked toward me. The shock broke me free of my paralysis and I bolted inside and locked my own door. I kept the light off and kept my eyes on their shadowy silhouettes. Now this is where it gets crazy. I watched them dematerialize. They just turned into like a swarm of insects and disappeared my neighbor returned to where i could see her in the window and she was on the phone probably with the police and that's when i noticed them again directly above her on the roof they were on their hands and knees i was still completely gripped by fear and horrified by what i was seeing but then i remembered the weird noises Since we moved in, we've been hearing things on the roof at night, running back and forth, footsteps, the sound of something heavy dropping. We had actually been arguing with the people below us who said that we make too much noise at night. We tried to convince them that it wasn't us. Anyways, these girls are on the roof somehow, on their hands and knees with their heads cranked up, watching me through my window. I didn't even know what was happening or why, but I knew I had to get some kind of proof. I was terrified to take my eyes off them, and my phone was plugged into the charger in the kitchen. Then I heard a voice in my head say to me, Don't move. You may not like where you see me next. It scared me so much I felt like my heart was going to explode. I broke our staring match and ran to the kitchen. Just breaking the gaze eased a bit of the terror, but I was still shaking. I grabbed my phone and went back to the window. They stood up in unison. I pulled up my camera and snapped, but the flash reflected my window. I think it upset them that I was trying to take their photograph, and they dematerialized again. I stayed looking at the roof, the balconies, even down below, and couldn't see anything or anyone. My neighbor was still on the phone at the door. Her husband or significant other or male roommate was there with her, and she was pointing up and talking to either him or whoever was on the phone. She pointed outside and stomped her foot. He was shaking his head in what seemed like disbelief, and she passed him the phone and left my line of sight into her condo. I wanted to go out on my balcony but I was still very afraid. I felt wrong, sick to my stomach from the intensity of the experience. I told my boyfriend about it when he came home and he was very freaked out. He had never seen me get so upset to tears about anything and knows I am a die-hard skeptic of aliens, ghosts, and anything paranormal. Anyway, it shook me to my core and I wish the story ended there. The next night, I was smoking on my balcony again. It was earlier than before, and this time, my boyfriend was home. I felt creeped out, but okay enough to go out there because he was home. I was in a robe and slippers, and this time, I turned my light on. I sat down and lit my cigarette with the balcony door still open. I took a long drag and exhaled, and heard two coughs somewhere above me. Holy shit, I knew exactly what it was. I froze and a deep sense of dread boiled up just like the night before. I threw my cigarette and almost tripped sliding inside the open door. I locked it immediately and told my boyfriend that they were on the roof right now. We both got quiet. We heard footsteps above us and his eyes got big. We stood there silent, listening. They sounded like they were heading toward our front door. I ran over to make sure it was locked and as soon as I touched it, I felt this cold creeping sadness come over me like a wave and there it was, knock, knock, knock. I think they were waiting for me to open my door. And then I heard that voice from the previous night. That dead lifeless voice was being directed at me. It said, ma'am, you have to let us in please help us. I started backing away. Knock, knock, knock. My boyfriend came up behind me and gave me his phone. He whispered, we have to get a picture or no one will believe this. I shook my head knowing he was right and started to approach the door again, hoping to sneak a photo through the high window to the right of the door. When I was just a few steps away, the taller one lifted her face up to the window and shook her head in a disapproving no. The blinds were mostly down, but I could see her face almost entirely, with the exception of her lips and chin. Those big black eyes with absolutely no white sclera anywhere, and they were huge, like too big to be human eyes, and there was no way she could reach my window. She had to be floating or something to look in, which made me really confused and mostly scared. I held my camera up and snapped the picture without flash. We both looked at the phone and the girl was not in the picture. I looked back at her soulless, creepy face and she somehow smiled without smiling. I also wanted to open the door to ask her what she was, and that's when it happened again. My boyfriend saw it too. She just slowly fell apart into nothing and vanished. The heaviness lifted and my boyfriend and I were left scared and confused. I don't know what they are, but there does seem to be a reason there's no pictures of them. They can't be photographed. Does that mean they exist in another dimension? Or are they dead? Or vampires? I never would believe anyone if I heard my story from someone else. But it did happen, and I'm really scared it's going to happen again. What do I do? since that was a bit of a long one let's take a little break before getting to the last story i'm going to play a trailer from the movie they come knocking it's a hulu original movie about black-eyed kids and i definitely recommend it creepy stuff when i met your mama we took a road trip following the same path same diner happy father's day Just stopped here There wasn't anything special about this place. But there is now. If you remember your mom. She would have loved this. Hey, Dad. I don't want you to die. I'm not going anywhere. I promise. Dad. Who's out there? Please, will you open the door? Oh. I don't understand what's going on. Nobody wanted to go on this trip. This trip was for Mom! And well, guess what? Mom's dead. And now we're stuck in the middle of nowhere with who knows what outside. Listen, you cannot leave this trailer unless you're with me. Sound. Why isn't he answering? I want to show you something. Claire? <laughs> Maggie? Maggie? We've heard stories about these black-eyed kids outside of front doors or on balconies and on roofs, but what happens if you let them in? The following story was told to a man named Kevin who was visiting family in a psych ward. He stopped and talked with an elderly patient who had been mumbling about black-eyed children. Again, I cannot vouch for the veracity of the story, but the horror of this encounter is truly unbelievable. It was November 19th, 1992, I was watching television downstairs while my wife Helen was asleep upstairs, as was my two children, Mary and Bradley. I was watching an old horror movie called The Evil Dead. It was probably around 1.30am and after the movie I planned on going upstairs to bed. All of a sudden, I heard someone knocking at my front door. I remember getting pretty angry because who in the hell would be pounding on my door at 1.30 in the morning? I stormed to the front door and yanked it open, ready to yell at whoever was ignorant enough to disturb my night. When I looked out, it was two children, a boy probably 8 years old and a girl maybe 11 or 12. They both had their heads hung down looking at their feet. That's also when I noticed they were out in bare feet. Now, this is mid-November in Michigan, it gets pretty cold. What the hell are you two kids doing wandering around and pounding on people's doors in the middle of the night, in bare feet, I hollered. Them kids never did look up or anything, they just sat there and stared down. It sounded like the boy might have been crying softly, they said. Please sir, we're cold. Can we please come in we're so cold you call your parents and have them come pick you up you understand i said sternly to them they both just shook their heads that they understood and then they slowly walked past me into my home this was when my life would change forever Once they got inside, I quickly walked past them and went straight for my phone. It was around the corner in the kitchen so I had to lead them out of my line of sight for a minute. I grabbed it and quickly walked back to where I left them, only they were gone. I looked around and I couldn't find them anywhere. Kids? Where the hell'd you go? I shouted. It was at this point I realized just how quiet the house was. At that moment, for some odd reason, I felt fear. I guess I can only describe it as feeling like those kids were pure evil in this house, and I was its prey. Hello. I called out once more. I once again was met with dead silence so I decided I was going to go look for him. I tiptoed through the kitchen into the living room and just as I got by my couch, I heard the first scream. It was coming from upstairs, from one of the bedrooms. I never ran so fast in my life, all the while shouting my wife's name and then my kids. I got to my wife's room first and I'll never forget what I saw that night. I opened the door and I saw my wife laying face down on the floor. There was blood everywhere. I ran over to her but as soon as I got there something pulled her under the bed. I jumped back and heard crunching and snapping as her bones broke repeatedly. I could hear chunks of flesh being torn from her body. I ran as fast as I could and dove on the ground yanking up the bed to try and save her and even though I knew it was too late, I still tried. When I pulled the bed up, she was completely unrecognizable. Her legs bent in weird positions with huge chunks of her just gone. Her face was twisted in an expression of pure agony and pain. Helen! I shouted and cried. Then I saw a pair of feet on the opposite side of the bed. My heart hit my chest with a force it had never had before, I didn't even have time to react as those feet moved inhumanly fast straight out of my room towards the hall. I looked up and just caught a shadow running to where my kids lay sleeping. I shouted as loud as I could jumping up and racing after them, I was too late though. The door slammed shut and I couldn't budge it. I screamed at the top of my lugs for them to open the door but they wouldn't. I ran downstairs and called the police and told them to get here quick. A scream shattered through my body as I heard my own damn children facing the same fate as my beloved wife and there was nothing I could do to stop it. I was hysterically crying as I ran back up the stairs to keep ramming the door. But after a moment, There was complete silence, and I knew my babies were gone. I was sitting huddled up in the hallway when I heard the door slowly creak open. I pulled my head from my knees and looked in horror at the shadows slowly approaching the doorway. My heart was racing so fast I was about to pass out. Just before I did, those two damn kids stepped out of the room covered in blood. They were smiling these awful grins and that's when I got a look at their eyes, no white, just black. Like the devil's eyes themselves were in those children and that's when everything went black for me and I must have fainted because when I woke up, I was at the hospital and there was a whole frenzy of doctors and policemen bombarding me with questions. I told them what happened but of course they didn't believe me, would you? Long story short, they found me insane and I've been here since, so when I tell you, don't ever let those black eyed kids in your home, you listen. That brings us to the end of this third installment of the Black Eyed Kids saga, but I did want to share a story that happened to a friend of mine. I had left their apartment on a weekday night, kind of late around midnight or so. They said that a few minutes after I left, they heard soft knocking on the back door. For a moment they actually thought it was me, but when they looked out the upstairs window, they didn't see my car. It gave them an uneasy feeling and they decided not to answer the door or even look to see who it might be. They said the knocking persisted for just a little while and then it finally stopped. Was my friend visited by the black eyed kids? Was I out there with them at some point? Probably not, but it is fun and kind of creepy to think about. Thanks so much for listening. I'm no more Slovak. So dark outside, can't see a thing. Through the cracks of this window pane. Shadow, calmly, calm alive. Every noise fucking with my brain. I'm paranoid, think about last night. Can't shake it off, burned in my sight. Unexplained is an understatement. What I saw, it wasn't right. Knock at the door, kept it off. Went to answer, so the air got thick. Life started flicking, going and off. My heart felt heavy and my soul grew sick. Dressed like, dressed like way back, way back when Didn't look started, it, I started asking alive, Can we come in? Thought about it, then my mind went blank. Felt like hypnotism hypnotized That's around the time my stomach sank One look, seen her, seen her rise I seen a rise in tops of steel Something like a scene from Silent Hill No light, just an empty shell Eyes blacker than a pit of, pit of hell We are the show.